0: A quick message before the episode gets underway. I'd just like to say how wonderful your business or event is. Our other listeners, of whom there are many, probably want to know about it too, right now at the start of the show. And isn't it great that you can use such a locally focused platform such as the RG10 podcast to let people know about it? So, why not advertise with us or sponsor an episode or series? Find out more at the end of the show. Welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. At the end of November, we had an episode featuring First Day's children's charity and how they'd seen a huge surge in need for their services due to the cost of living crisis. As you know, things aren't getting any easier and other organisations are seeing a similar explosion in demand for the help that they can provide. Citizens Advice Wokingham is at the sharp end of this. A massive part of the work they do now is based around cost of living support. In a moment, you'll hear from Jake Morrison, their chief executive. But first, they had a mobile advice unit outside Waitrose in Twyford last Saturday morning. You may have seen it. It was a big blue van with what is essentially an office inside. I caught up with David Warby, the mobile advice unit lead.
1: On the mobile unit, we get, I get a lot of random stuff. Uh, there's not a, a kind of a real recurring theme. Um, I get all sorts of things from sort of consumer issues I bought a toaster and it doesn't work um, to, to debt problems you know I get people with 20,000 pounds worth of credit card debts or uh, someone with business debts that they they're trying to manage uh, I have people looking for health and uh, community support uh, attendance allowance applications I have anything you can think of um, Uh, comes through the door and 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 the exciting part for me or the interesting part for me is when they sit down opposite me on the van I've got really no idea what they're going to start talking about and so I I go what can I do for you and then they start to tell me and then I start having to think about how can we manage this what how can we move it forward for them because our our job is to help them move things forward
0: people are probably thinking uh, issues like cost of living don't arise here is that a correct assumption no
1: no I mean uh, there are pockets of, of, uh, of need everywhere across the borough and, and Twyford is no exception to that so I do get people coming and we can help them with referrals to things like the household support fund for example um, the reason I'm here today which is Saturday um, is that the parish council is running a cost of living event in in the store and uh They're promoting things like uh, cost of living help. Uh,
0: Now, finally, literally the moment uh, before we started this interview, someone uh, poked their head through the door to say what wonderful work that you do in general, which was a wonderful thing to hear. But on the flip side of that, do you get almost, or not necessarily yourself, but other members of staff, almost get really emotionally invested in the problems that you hear? you, you take the work home with you, if you like?
1: Uh, you, you can do. I, th- I, I try very hard not to. because uh, But you do get the occasional issue, which is uh, you can touch a chord, um, and you get emotionally involved. Um, I, I, some weeks ago, I had a couple of uh, young girls on the van. Their mother had died. And it reminded me of when my father died and, and, and I started to get really quite uh, emotional with them. But ultimately, would you say, it's a satisfying, fulfilling oh, it's, job? It's tremendously satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, occasionally, like the lady who came just recently, um, oh, I, I saw you three weeks ago uh, you know in, twi- in, in Twyford um, and you suggested I do this and I did it and, and now it's all sorted. That And that gives you a real buzz. So it's really good. So, Jake, we just heard from David Warby there. Could you give me
0: an idea of, uh, I guess, the bigger picture in Wokingham at the moment, particularly regarding cost of living issues?
2: Yeah, so I'd say uh, some of the particular headlines, and 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 then obviously concerns. Or um, we are helping as many people in a day now perhaps maybe two days at a stretch with food bank vouchers that we used to do in the whole of 2019 so if you take the whole of 2019 as a year and the number of food bank vouchers we would support people to access we're doing that in a day or two um, at the moment and particularly all the way through 2022 um we have helped one in ten households in the borough over the last two years and that's not an approximate guess or anything That is counting the unique addresses of people that have contacted us, supported uh, by us, um, and then taking the census data of how many households as well. So there's a huge amount of people um, accessing us for support uh, at the moment. Um, 5,656 people helped across Wokingham Borough. That's, you know, two, three times more than we were helping four years ago.
0: Um, Now, I know back in uh, late September last year, you did... Um, What you described as a temperature check on how people across the community are feeling about the cost of living crisis. You got 640 responses in seven days, um, which is an awful lot, to be honest. Um, Can you give me an idea of the kind of thing that people were saying?
2: Yeah, so first of all, I think the the reason we did that was because um, obviously you you talked to David, as you say, with the mobile advice unit. The reason we have that is. People can call us any day. Um, we answer uh, nine in 10 calls as quickly as we can. Uh, but there are a lot of people who don't speak to us about their problems. They don't reach out to anyone for support. So we wanted to put out this survey to get an understanding of the, the putting both of those pictures together, the community that aren't coming to us and the community that we are supporting, of which it's growing. Um, and what we saw there was 92% of people, of course, worried about the cost of living crisis and the rises in, in costs. Now, of course, they filled the survey in, so you could maybe expect that, but of that, uh, a third of those you know seven hundred people were um saying their mental health was being damaged by um the worries about the cost of living crisis, seventy percent of them had already made some level of change in expenditure, and we started to get really concerned that of those people who were filling it in the biggest um, source support that they were accessing was borrowing from friends and family. And that leads to breakdown in relationships and stuff in the future, but also can be a really difficult cycle once you're into borrowing for essentials. Um, So it just means that as part of that bigger work we're doing, on the tackling poverty strategy, we could get a bigger picture of what's going on. We'd be doing another temperature check on that probably in February, just to see if things have sort of changed. But at the time of recording this, the indication we're seeing already is that um, in the first two weeks of January 2023, we're seeing double the number of debt clients than in the same two weeks of January 2022. Um, So things appear to uh, be getting increasingly difficult for people, um, but we'll be doing another attempt to check for those that don't engage with us at the moment.
0: David mentioned the Household Support Fund. Um, What is it? What benefits can it give you? How do you go about accessing it?
2: So the Household Support Fund is a grant from government. It's available across the country um, and it's administered or, or certainly um, um, run by the local authorities. So the Borough Council hold the money. Um, we work together as a group of charities of what we call the Hardship Alliance, who, who, who work on the tackling Poverty Strategy for the Borough. Um, so that money is available for people in financial hardship. Uh, we encourage people to put in an application on our website. Uh, this current round is open till the end of March. Um, so apply via us or via HUK Berkshire. Um, you can either call either the organizations or, or on our websites. Um, and we'll just do a brief assessment. And what I say to people is um, just to reach out anyway, because even if you're not sure about whether the grant's available for you, if you contact us, give us a call or email us or whatever, uh, we can do a benefit check more widely. We can talk you through debts and housing problems, employment, et cetera. Anything that's worrying you about stability or instability at the moment uh, we can chat that through and we can figure out what's available to you. I don't expect people to to try and understand what might or might not be eligible for them, but we can do that if they need some support.
0: Are there a lot of hoops that people have to jump through to get any kind of support? Does things like that put people off? Is it quite straightforward?
2: I, I think it's increasingly straightforward. In fact, we're... I think one of the things that's really good in working Borough and, and some other areas across the country have, but a lot don't, is that we have some charities like Working United Charities who have, uh, and you've got Paul Hampton Charity and Twyford as well, that have had endowments left. Someone has left them some money uh, from United Charities, I think it's about 800 years ago. Um, that money now is invested at about half a million pounds of that is then back to the borough each year through the forms of grants and projects with charities and stuff like that so what we're trying to do given that there's a number of grants paul hampton united charities the household support fund um, is have one application form that people can fill in either via us or on their own um and leave all of us to figure out who's paying for what and who can support what but that if you need support you just fill one thing in rather than having to fill in three different forms at the moment and and sometimes more depending on what types of support you need. Um, So I think things are getting better in that way. But again, we've been running at Sittance of Ice Wokingham, the one front door, for the last um, just over two years now. Um, And that is the uh, borough's sort of entry to support. So give us a call, contact us on our website, and our advisors do all of the, the legwork of trying to figure out what's available, what you might be eligible for, by asking you certain questions, talking through your situation. Um, And that's where our clients often say um, they felt supported, they felt less isolated, that we treated them with compassion. So just being able to talk that through in itself can be helpful.
0: That was Jake Morrison, Chief Executive for Citizens Advice Wokingham. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. We're now into the third year of the show and have built up a growing number of listeners and viewers. Yes, you can watch the podcast on YouTube and see clips on social media too. And if you sponsor or advertise with us, you'll be speaking directly to local and engaged potential customers just like I am to you. Finally, if you've got any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels. Thanks for listening and goodbye.